1: Hey! Before we get started on today's special Thanksgiving episode, I want to first off say Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We are thankful and grateful for every ear that we have received for the last four years. Thank you all for the support. Um, we're trying to do some big things here at Unfair, and hopefully, one day we will uh, we will uh, get the uh, fruits from our labor. So, please be safe. Take care of your families. Mask up if you're going to be around each other, social distance, do all the good stuff to take care of everyone and make sure everyone's uh, safe in your presence. This week's episode, we didn't have anything earlier this week uh, due to the holidays, uh, but I have a special interview with um, a local Tulsa legend and personal favorite of mine, uh, Shea Seals. Uh, We'll get into that in a second, and um, you can hear about him, his journey, as well as his, uh, the heir to the throne, as we like to call it, he's about to begin his career at TU. So, interview coming up next. Uh, for those degenerates who do follow us with the Frozen Five, our Westgate Super Contest NFL picks, I will post them on our Twitter account on Friday so you can kind of keep track. Not a good year so far, but um, it is going through a pandemic, so whatevs. Um, outside of that enjoy your time with your families. Um, I'll have all my reactions and and, 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 videos from the NBA draft and free agency. We'll post some stuff this weekend just to get back caught up and bring back yesterday's sports news today. Um, you can find that on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as my personal and Instagram, you know, all the usual and our YouTube. So with that, check out our interview. You have a blessed day and we will be back together like normal on Monday. So, on Tuesday, so you'll you'll see it all on the YouTube page on Tuesday. Chat with you then. Peace. Well fam, I appreciate y'all taking time to sit down with me and uh and chop it up. Um I have the legend of tulsa university of tulsa in the area shay seals here on the microphone shay say what's up
2: what's going on my man it's good what's good and then we've got his
1: boy shay ari seals a.k.a ari a.k.a the legend in the making here ari say what's What's up?" up good 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 hey so uh 2020's been a year right <laughs> yeah, it's been, hell, yeah. been a, it's like been, no other. Like no other. I say crazy. Like no other. It's been it's been a challenge for all of us, but at the same time, we've been able to uh, come a lot closer as family. I've seen that a lot lately, where everyone is really, really rallying around each other. So, I want to jump right into the tough stuff. So, Shay, your son now is enrolled at the University of Tulsa, one of the schools, the campuses you helped build. So, I got this question for you. What was your first feeling walking into a basketball practice, seeing a Seals on the court that wasn't yourself?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, it's a a proud moment where, um, you know, when you make a decision to uh, attend a university and you put your heart and soul into it, and then not only uh, having success, but you get out of there and you have a chance to come back and coach – But to have, like, your offspring, your son, you know, somebody that, you know, that you've raised to step on the court and also have a chance to play, um, it's even more gratifying than the time that I spent as a player. You know what I mean? Mainly because, you know, this is something that I did when I was a player, but to have, like, my actual son to be a part of this program, to be part of the history that, you know, I helped build. um, Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, really hard to explain how you could feel about it. Right. You know, because you see him out there working his tail off, you see him out there being part of um, the culture and then the program. And you just, you know, you just can't help but be ecstatic about, you know, having him there on a day-to-day basis. Right. So uh, it's, it's a very proud moment for me, man. So uh, if I could just, Summing up in, in one word, I uh, would say I'm just um, really, really excited. Okay. You know, excited to have him.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Ari, got to ask you now, what was your first feeling? Walking on the court for practice at TU, the school your father helped build. Still holds a ton of records here, mind you. Mm-hmm. Looking up in the rafters, seeing his number, of course retired. How did it feel to walk out here and... Have now this opportunity to keep that seals name on a TU basketball court.
3: Definitely think it's a big opportunity for me. I'm glad I decided to choose this opportunity and take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely love seeing my dad out there every day. You mm-hmm. know, um, it's kind of just brings me back to like old memories of playing PWP basketball with him coaching. But it's I like I like him being there i think it helps me a lot more to like adjust to the culture and the family of the team helps me learn different things that maybe i didn't know that he could definitely help me out with he he knows a lot more than i do so that's definitely a plus with him being here with me
1: that's real that's real that's it's real that's real It's good um so, Shay, coaching-wise, let's talk about a little bit of your history. It looks like you've been in the coaching game about 16 total years, I guess only official status, mm-hmm. but you've also coached PWP for years to go along with that, started high school uh, after you left the pros or whatnot, and you've been here to you, what, nine years? This is my ninth year. Yes. Ninth year, ninth year. So uh, what's it been like coaching not only just being a coach but also coaching your alma mater? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you know, it's been a great experience. Um, Uh, I knew uh, as a player that when I finished playing the game that I still wanted to be connected, uh, with the game and, you know, I've always been a student of the game. I've always kind of like, uh, did my, my homework in terms of Mm -hmm. learning things as a player. So I knew when I finished playing, like I wanted to give something back, uh, to the game and it was, uh, it was about, you know, teaching, you know, young guys about the sport, and that's why I started coaching high school. And mm-hmm. I, I felt like at the time, all right, let me coach high school, get some experience, and mm-hmm. hopefully, maybe I can make it to college. You know, and who knows what happens from there. Um, you know, but when I finally got the opportunity to coach college, I, you know, it, it, it was it was you know a role where you know I wanted to continue to uh, expand my mind in terms of basketball, but also help young guys that, you know, did walk in the same footsteps that I walked. Makes sense. So, um, I, I had a chance to do that and I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I mean, I, I see they make some of the same mistakes I made. Um, <laughs> I try to correct those. I try to help them. Um, but you know, just the game of basketball has done so much for me, man. I just want to do whatever I can to, uh, you know, give back to the game. I like and that. That's, that's kind of, you know, helping the young guys that's, Going through the ranks right now And I've been fortunate to do it at Mama alma mater
1: That is a blessing And you've actually been under some Pretty legendary coaches You had Tubby Smith here That's right um, And then when you went to the pros You had what, Dale Harris? He was your Dale coach in LA yes. What What did you pull from those guys That you feel like you've been able to leverage Not only in high school, but in college?
2: Well, when I when I played for Tubby Smith uh, He was my coach here at Tulsa For the first two years mm-hmm. And um, you know, he, he, he gave me a lot of confidence from the beginning. And uh, he he pretty much taught me how to, you know, be aggressive, you know, making sure I played with the utmost confidence when I stepped on the floor. Um, and so I, I stabbed that with him. And then I had Steve Robinson for the last two years. Uh, he probably taught me a little bit more about structure, you know, understanding the game and making sure you can kind of, uh, utilize guys and put them in situations where they could be successful and not just, you know, yourself. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like, when Steve Robinson came, it was like, you're doing a heck of a job for yourself. Now you've got to start, you know, being a, a great player for others, like helping the guys around you be better. And I learned that. And so, uh, when, I, when I got with Dale Harris, I mean, he was just kind of so, uh, man, he, he has so much wisdom about the game. Um, I think with the team that we had, you know, he, uh, he just, he just taught me about the game of basketball, making sure I understand like, you know, what you can do on the floor, um, utilizing mismatches, things like that, you know, and it it was, it was, it was tough at the time because I didn't play much, you know, I didn't (laughs) play much for the Lakers, but you know, I was, I sat there and and I had a coach's perspective, you know, listen to what he said and hung on every word, um, But I enjoyed it. You know, it was a great, great learning experience for me.
1: Speaking of uh, the Lakers, you were there from 97, 98. Right. So you were there during, I guess you could say, the infancy of the Kobe Bryant experience, in Mm -hmm. which we lost Kobe earlier this year. You know, rest in peace and prayers to the Bryant family. And I saw your interview on Fox 23 after his passing, and uh, I was curious, what was it like with young Kobe playing and competing against him? How was he in practice?
2: Oh, he was uh... (laughs) – Man, one of the hardest workers I've ever competed against. Uh, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, when you see somebody that is um, filled with passion, uh, filled with um, a mindset that they're going to do whatever it takes to become the best, that's him. Um, we, you know, when I, when I signed with the Lakers, the first thing that uh, Jerry West at the time, you know, he, he – he signed me as a rookie, and he said, you probably won't play much this year, you know. And, and I took that. I was like, yeah, I understand. He said, but, you know, you're going to get better because we got a great team coming in. He said, we got a mega star in Shaquille O'Neal. we got an upcoming big-time star with Kobe Bryant. He said, what I want you to do every day if we got practice at 10 o'clock in the morning, if we got practice at 9 o'clock in the morning, you make sure you're there an hour and a half before practice starts. And you and Kobe is going to play one-on-one for at least an hour before practice starts. And he said, that's 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 your job pretty much uh, until we start playing games. And I said, no problem. You know, you you give me a contract to sign as an NBA player, I can do that. <laughs> I, can, I can definitely do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so i'll tell you this man um playing kobe one-on-one uh every day before practice was um probably some of the best um learning experiences or competitive experiences um that i had as a basketball player i mean even when you talk about college and high school or anything uh just competing with him on a day-to-day basis took my game to another level and um you know, he did so much for me in terms of how he worked. And he was younger than me, but he just he just had that mentality, man, that you knew he was going to be a very special player by the way he worked and, mm-hmm. you know, the time that he spent um, uh, getting better. And we had a lot of fun competing.
1: I could see that. I could see that. And, of course, you guys are eternally bonded, as you know, your rookie card has number 24 for the <laughs> Lakers <laughs> on it right. before yeah. the era yeah. of him switching from eight and the Mamba kicking in, so um, so. I'm curious of another question, though. The thing that made you the most legendary, not only your long drives into the NCAA tournament with TU, but the infamous uh, USA basketball game where you torched them boys for 20 points. <laughs> I gonna put it like this full disclosure for everybody. I was a kid growing up in Tulsa. I looked up to you. I watched all your TU drives um, into the tourney. And when that game happened, oh, I was on the couch. I was hooked. <laughs> I was amped. I didn't know what to think. And the way you torched Scotty Pippen for 20, I was up 17 at the half. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you guys fell to dream team three. But what was it like? In that experience with the dream team, not only playing in the dream team, but even the guys that was on your roster, what was it like being with Timmy, Chauncey Billups, Austin Crozier, all of them, Toby Bailey?
2: Man, you know what? It was uh, uh, it was a great time for me. Uh, At that time, you know i i had i had tried out for the USA team previously, like the two summers before, and every time I came up short, you know. And then that year, going into my senior year they finally selected me and you know I felt like you know this is my time to time to shine you know mm-hmm. I had an opportunity and then when they told us we were going to be playing against dream team three in the palace of Auburn Hills you know I'm like <laughs> <laughs> word <What? laughs> we're playing all stars man let's go you know so I'm excited at the time you know and um I had a great training camp you know we had we had like a like a week training camp before okay you know before that game you know we got together a week prior to uh we had a great training camp you know you you talk about tim duncan paul pierce chauncey billups um you know brevin knight you know a lot of really 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 good players and we're going at it every day you know and i'm out there playing with a lot of confidence so i'm feeling like man i you know these are the best players in the country. So, I'm, I'm right there with him. Yep. And I'm excited. <laughs> so, um, when we got a chance to play against, you know, the NBA players, you know, it was something about that day, man. You know, you, you got jitters and you're nervous before the game starts. Right. Of course, you know, that just kind of, you know, that, that that's natural. You know, you got the jitters. I man, I'll tell you what, man, when that, when that ball was tossed up in the air and we got to run up and down that court – Man, I had no more jitters. I was just ready mm-hmm. to play. I mean, you playing against Grant Hill, Scottie Pippen, you playing against uh Reggie Miller, man. You playing against, you know, John Stockton, Carl Malone, Shaquille O'Neal, man. I mean, like Penny Hardaway was on that team. Sure know? was, yeah. You think about the, the guys that's on that team that we competed against, man. I I'm telling you, we we, we started running up and down, man. I just I, I just was ready to go. Of course you're nervous, but when we started playing, and that first shot went down, I said, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. Let's go." <laughs> you was feeling it. Hands oh, just high. Hey, give me the ball, brother. Give me the ball. I'm gonna knock it down for you. Brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who was coaching that team for y'all?
2: Mike Montgomery.
1: Mike Montgomery. All right. Yeah. So he gave you the green light when he saw them, them buckets going in. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: he did. He did. He, uh, you know, and, and he was he was a good coach to play for because you know he just let you play. He didn't okay. handcuff you. He didn't make you play like a robot. He said, "Just go play basketball." You okay, know? and that that made all of us, you know, comfortable.
1: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That, that that infamous day. So, did Charles Barkley tell you you made yourself a bunch of money, boy? Is that he what did, he really man. said? He did.
2: We uh, <laughs> you know, when the game was over with and they won, he was like, "Man." Good job, boy. You played well. You just
1: made yourself a lot of money. <laughs> I, I remember said, I that. Hope so, man. <laughs> I man, I, hope so. I remember that because I was thinking to myself, like, man, can we have the draft, like, tomorrow? I know, right? <laughs> I know. Maybe if we had the draft right
2: there. I think I would have been set. <laughs>
1: yep, 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 yep. That would have been good. That would have been real good. So, Ari, right, let me ask you this, man. How's college going for you so far?
3: College has been good. I've been able to manage my way through it. I think I've kind of figured out my way of – I guess managing my time. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, so you liking it so far yeah. as far as being on T's campus? So, has anybody been pulling you to the side about your your name yet? Uh, I mean, not really. I, I have a bunch of
3: teachers that are always like, "Wait, are you Chase kid?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it.
1: I was wondering how many interactions you'd have with teachers, especially maybe maybe some that's been around when you were actually playing here potentially. Like you be like, there's something about you. Oh, yeah. Last name is Seals, face. Because mm-hmm. you, as you're getting older, you're looking more and more like oh, yeah. your dad, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, okay, you gotta be oh, his yeah. kid. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, what's it been like playing actual college ball so far with all the practices and everything? What's it been like out there competing with them?
3: Uh, it's definitely a different level, uh, it's way different from high school. Uh, of course there's a lot of faster, bigger, stronger guys, and especially with me being the youngest and I guess the, I guess, was it, uh, the
2: lightest, the lightest, yeah, <laughs> the lightest guy
3: <laughs> being out there is definitely different. Um, I've been definitely trying to work my way up so I can definitely be out there with them, just being, uh, dedicated to, the, uh, hard work and stuff, so. Just working my way up.
1: I can see that. Yeah, I know the, the – the, not really a running joke, but more so a lot of people talk about how when players move from high school to college, depending on their backgrounds. I know your background, so I know you're different. But at the same time, this may affect you too, but a lot of kids, they go to college, then they shoot up three, four inches, and they get bigger, and it's mainly because they finally get three square meals. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for you, you're now on a different nutrition plan than you were, you know, uh, growing up. So now you've really got the protein shakes <laughs> yeah. and the, the 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 workouts at certain times, certain type of exercises. So I'm I'm envisioning a, a chance of you shooting up a new <laughs> another five inches yeah. by the time you graduate from here. So that will be interesting. Oh, um, yeah. As far as practices go, man, how comfortable have you been out there with everybody? Have you... Felt any – the jitters or whatnot oh, outside no. of the first day?
3: I think uh, definitely over the summer, that's what kind of helped me, I guess, find myself a spot here. Definitely being with them early on. Uh, towards the practices, it kind of just felt like a normal thing to do. I mm-hmm. just felt like I've been a part of everything and just fit in.
1: That makes sense. That makes sense. And I know that having your coach – your dad as a coach is right. not uncommon um, – at the collegiate level, actually, even in high school. But at collegiate, it's not even that that uncommon or whatnot. But the fact that you're playing under your dad mm. at his alma mater, has that changed your approach towards practices? Have you looked at those records and been like, I'm going to break every single one of those? I've definitely thought about it. <laughs>
3: definitely. Um, just got to work my way towards that thing. If I just stick with working hard, I think I could definitely get there.
1: Okay. Okay. So you think he's going to break your records? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would love to see it. Yeah. You know,
2: definitely. I would love to see that. You know, Ari has been, you know, and this is, this is my ninth – I'm going to my ninth year here at Tulsa. And you think about it, Ari's been around this program for pretty much half his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, even even when he wasn't playing uh, here at Tulsa, he you know, he still worked out with the guys at times in the summertime. So – You know, he's been a part of this program for a long time. And uh, for him to actually have an opportunity now uh, to practice on a day-to-day basis, to actually have his own locker and and be able to just walk into the locker room uh, as part of one of the members of the program, um, you know, it says a lot. You know, it says a lot about, you know, where he's come from, what he's doing, and what he's having to has an opportunity to do. And he's done a great job in terms of coming, you know, being prepared, working hard, you know. uh, He's probably the youngest guy on the team right now. You know, he's the youngest guy, um, you know, he's still getting his body developed to play at this level. So, you know, he's he's got a ways to go, but he's doing a great job in terms of um, understanding what we're doing, you know, um, listening, being coachable. I think, you know, to his credit, uh, he don't get a lot of opportunities to be out there on the floor right now, but he listens, he learns, and he takes in coaching. And so when he's out there, he's doing what he's supposed to do. You know, mm-hmm. and it says a lot because a lot of guys that that even out there on the floor right now, they don't listen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yep. he's been doing a heck of a job uh, doing that. And, you know, I, I think when you when you when you think about from right now, to a year from now, he's going to be like, you know, head and shoulders uh, a lot better than what he is right now. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I know exactly he's, what you mean. He's going to be stronger. He's going to be better. He's going to understand more. He's going to know more. I think right now it's, it's a great learning experience for him because he's he's soaking everything. He's like a sponge right now. Yeah. He's, he's he's absorbing everything. and He's going to be ten times better next year than he is now. And it's crazy because you'll still be a freshman. Mm-hmm. That,
1: that's a good point. That's a good point. And, it, and that's a testament of, of parenting, of course, and the growing up in the household of playing ball and mm-hmm. being around ball all the time. That makes you really absorb all of that stuff. So that's always a plus. So have, have y'all been playing each other? Do y'all, do y'all play each other anymore? No, man.
2: No. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to wreck his confidence, man. No, no. <laughs> You know he can't move. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The, like, I'm trying to build his confidence, not break it down. Yeah,
1: man. <laughs> so, you know. so when's the last time y'all played against each other? It's been
2: a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah,
1: has it, has I, it?
2: I, I, I can't move like I used to. No. So I, I don't even try.
1: I was about to ask, when did you realize that you couldn't play against Ari no more?
2: Mm, man, that, probably when he got to high school.
1: Because <laughs> it's so funny, it's always the 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 viral videos circulating on social media of dads getting dunked on by their kids <laughs> or crossed <laughs> up by their kids. Dang, that and, ain't to me and, me. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! To me, to me, that's insufficient, daddy, and that's the one thing you never allow. You either tackle them or you clothesline them. You don't what? let your kid put you on a poster. And so, uh, it's good to hear that you're keeping this tradition up going, Shay, That you won't allow him to. Um, <laughs> Place you somewhere that no, <laughs> you don't no, need to not be. No, not at all. So, um, going back to your your Lakers experience, um, do you have a favorite memory when you were with Kobe and Shaq?
2: Man, you know what? There's a there's a story that I I, I tell you know kids and then people that you know ask me things that I experienced when I was with the Lakers. Um, I remember. You know, we were at practice one time, and it was like mid-season. You know, we probably played about forty plus games at this point. Mm-hmm. I wasn't playing. You know, they had me on injury reserve. You know, I was just kind of, you know, waiting to get my opportunity. So every day that I came to practice, you know, it was like you know, play against Kobe one on one, and then you know, you got to come into practice and play practice like your games. You know, yep. you got because you you're not gonna play in the game, so you better get whatever you can and practice. <laughs> so it was one particular day, man, I came in kinda moping, you know, kinda in my feelings. And uh, you know, I knew I wasn't gonna play. And so I'm just kinda going through the motions. And normally I don't do that, but you know, this particular day I was just I, I don't know, sometimes you go through those moments. And I was going through the motions and you know, I'm playing against Kobe. We in practice, and, you know, he makes a move. He get by me, and coach is getting on me, and, you know, and then he get the ball again, he make a move, and just so happy he makes a move, and he he's on offense now, and he makes a move, and he bowls me in the mouth as he on offense. You know, I think he was like, he, he you know, ripped through and spent, and he bowed me in the mouth, and I'm just like, hey, man, you, you fouling me, and you're on offense. <laughs> and so – uh, you know, when, when he hit me in my mouth man. you know, it just, it woke me up, you know, sometimes you when you get smacked in the face or, you know, sometimes, you know, it just like, oh, okay, you want, you want, you want to do that now? You know, now I'm just, all right, come on, let's go. You know, so instead of me being in my feelings now, I'm just going hard at him and I'm just stopping him now. Every time you make a move, I'm knocking the ball out of his hand. I'm, you know, I'm being more aggressive. And then, you know, he got the ball again and he made a move and I stopped him, I you know, I got in front of him. He couldn't do nothing. And he just he just stopped with the ball and he looked at me. And he was like, he's like, Shay, why, why did it take me to bow you in the mouth for you to play like that? Why you didn't step on the court and play like that? You know?
1: That's that Kobe effect. And yeah. I said, man, I said,
2: man, shut up and just play. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, it was a learning. You know, it, it, it really taught me something at that point. You know, like, why didn't I just step on the floor and play like that? you know, like why was I in my feelings or why I didn't come ready to compete like that. Why did it take him to bow me in the mouth or something to happen for me to show what kind of player I was. Right. You know what I mean? That's gotta be the, that, that, that that's gotta be the mentality that you have whenever you step on the floor, you can't wait to somebody bow you in the mouth or wake you up or for you to play like that. That's good you point. know, point. And, 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 and he taught me something. And I think that's, kind of the epitome of what Kobe Black Mamba I mean the, the way he is when he plays he plays like somebody that already smacked him in the mouth or he plays like you know he going to give it everything he got before that happens when he step on the floor that's what I learned from him at that time you know like that's how you got to compete no matter what that was a uh, you know that was something that I I took from that day, man, Um, I stepped on the floor every time after that, like I'd already been smacked in the mouth and it made me better. And I was, I was ready. I was ready to uh, blossom in the NBA before I tore my knee up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the most unfortunate thing for me as a young sports fan. I was like, man, I was really wanting to follow his journey because that's going to be kind of (laughs) cool. Tell us about, tell us about your journey. Um,
2: well, after my rookie year, um, you know, I didn't get a chance to play much my rookie year, so I uh, went into the summer um, playing in summer league. Unfortunately, at the time, they were just negotiating a new collective bargain agreement, so we went we went on you know, lockdown like they, they locked out the whole NBA uh, in '98. Mm-hmm. So I was in the, I was in the NBA from '97 '98. That summer, they locked out the whole NBA negotiating, you know, a new collective bargaining agreement. So, um, in summer league, you know, you can still play in summer league, but they didn't have NBA teams. You know, like now they go to Vegas, they have NBA teams playing. Just think, you know, during a lockout, you got the summer league in Vegas, but they won't be NBA teams. They may be like Adidas Elite, or they may have Nike Swoosh team, or, you know, they may have different teams – They're NBA players, but they won't be NBA-named teams.
1: Right, borderline Drew League-type setup.
2: Right, exactly. And so that's Mm kind of how it was. I mean, I was competing against a bunch of NBA players in Summer League, but, you know, it was never, like, specific NBA teams. And I was really playing well. And, unfortunately, the game before the last, I, uh, you know, I I made a move, I drove to the basket, and I – Somehow, man, I just, I mean, it's probably a move that I've made plenty of times, you know, a thousand times before. Uh, It just so happened, you know, my knee buckled, and at that time, I tore my my ACL. Okay. And this was in summer league, and I was playing so well, man. Like, the the (laughs) game before, I think I had 40. Woo! You know, I was on fire out there, man. You know, (laughs) he's. you playing against Kobe the whole year, man. you feeling like,
1: hey, <laughs> everybody else is nothing. <laughs> <man."> <laughs> these dudes, hey,
2: I can, I can guard any one of these dudes, and I can score on any one of these dudes because I've been playing Kobe every day this past year. So uh, confidence was a, at an all-time high, man, and really playing well. And then when I tore my knee up, man, it was, um, it was unfortunate because, you know, I couldn't rehab in L.A. Like I had to come back home cause you you couldn't do nothing with you know the n b a franchises, so I ended up coming home um when I came home, I had to get surgery when I got surgery i um had to rehab in Tulsa, so I didn't have like you know people that could really like show me how to rehab you know I had people that was just there to kind of guide me, but I didn't have really nobody that pushed me to get my knee back right, you know, just, it was kinda like on my own, mainly because of the lockout. You know, if the lockout doesn't happen, you know, you got NBA franchises gonna show you how to rehab, they're gonna push you to rehab, they're gonna get you right. I was kinda out there on my own rehabbing, and it it was tough. And so, I finally got back healthy, which I thought was being healthy, and uh, you know, I went to France, I played over in France, I um, had a good time in France. I played about three years in France, off and on. I played in Spain. I played in the Philippines. I even went to China for a while. So, about during that time, I played about five to six more years, like off and on, just kind of being a journeyman, you know, just taking jobs where, you know, you you playing basketball and you're getting paid for it. I tried to uh, make another run at the NBA. I – um. I played with the Houston Rockets in the summer league and end uh, ended up getting hurt. I pulled my uh, I pulled my hamstring when I was playing there. And then I also played in, the, in in the in the D League. It was the second year that it started the uh, NBA Developmental League, which yeah. is now the G League. I played in Mobile, Alabama. Okay. So, so I uh, you know, I try I played a year there. We actually won the championship. And I was nice. uh, I was an intricate part of that that team, you know, and I you know, I was playing there, thinking, hopefully, man, I get my call up. You know, and there was times where I played well, just didn't never get the call up. And uh, after that year, I just I went back to France and I finished out the year. And then, you know, I just I felt like, you know, around two thousand three, two thousand four, you know, like I was like, man, I've been trying to get back to the NBA, and it just it ain't happened. And then I kept getting like nagging injuries, so I was like, "Man, my body is probably telling me <laughs> it's time to do something different, man." You know, body say,
1: "Hey, man, we need to go ahead and just yeah,
2: yeah. Let's yeah. look for the next career, man. Let's yeah. look for let's go back
1: to being cerebral and let's start coaching some kids, else,
2: man. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, all right, well, all right, man. Um, what's in your headphones right now? What you listening to? What am I listening to? Yeah,
3: um, the Future just came out with a new album, so okay. I'm, I've been listening to that. Um. Definitely, just there hasn't really been too much music coming out lately. So definitely, just the old stuff that's usually just old stuff. Yeah. Old artists. Who you be listening to? I listen to Gunna. Okay. Um, Definitely Future. I like Future and Drake. So those are probably my top three right now. Yeah.
1: I can dig that, Shay. You 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 pulling some of these new new school cats in your headphones, or you still pulling old stuff? (laughs) stuff, New school stuff, man. You know, I I stick to what (laughs) I know, man. I'm all.
2: Hey, when I'm working out, you know, I'm going to have some Tupac going on. I'm have some Jada Kiss going on. Yep. I might have some 8-ball going on. MJG, you know. Just the old school dudes that I used to rock with back in the day. I might listen to some Drake. I like Drake, though. Okay. You know, I like Drake. I can do that. so.
1: Yeah, at times, right? I'm, I'm kind times. of the same way. Yeah, at times, <laughs> at, at times, times I can I, I can work with it. At times, at times. Yeah. That's how Busta Rhymes has just recently dropped a new yeah, album, which is yeah,
2: man. You know what? Hey, <laughs> I, I was uh, I was I was on my way to work out, and I heard an interview from Busta, and I was like, man, he had some bangers back in the day, man. So I I, I was listening to some Busta that day. I yeah. felt like Busta. <laughs> yep, yep, pull out
1: the new heat. It's yeah. it's he he's brought back some uh some good memories. So um. Cool. So, Shay, favorite memories from being at TU as a player and now as a coach? Give me a memory from one of each. Uh,
2: let me see. You know, when I was a player here at Tulsa, one of my all-time favorite memories um, had to be when I was a freshman, man. When I was a freshman and we beat UCLA. Um,
1: First-round attorney. Man.
2: <laughs> I didn't. Yep. You know, at the time, you know, as, as a high school kid, you always watch the NCAA tournament, but you never know – that you're going to have an opportunity to play in it. Right. You know, so for me to have a chance to play in that 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 tournament and we played UCLA and we beat them, I mean, that's a big-time memory for me because, you know, even when I when we got back, you know, and, and we beat Oklahoma State too, so that whole weekend was, was huge. Yeah. Yo. You know, that was a big time. Yeah. And then we get back and we see how much – uh, the community and and people around Tulsa supported us and was so excited for us. I didn't realize the magnitude of what we did. You know what I mean? I, I I didn't realize it. So, you know, I I was I was told by like you know friends and teachers like they could they they stopped class to watch like the NCAA tournament because I you know our games was going on like during school. So they sat there and, like stopped class and was like having like. You know, the TV going where we were playing, like, at school in Tulsa. So, I was just like, really? I didn't realize that. But, you know, I just, you know, that was a big time memory for me as a player, man, when we we won those games and made it to the Sweet
1: Sixteen. Man, yeah, 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 y'all shut down. Y'all shut down Tulsa. I, mean, I was in to elementary <laughs> school at that time, and I remember teachers having TVs on the side trying to watch, watch y'all play, especially because, like I said, that upset was huge yes. against UCLA. And right. then the next – and it's just – it was all the success back-to-back years. And you as a freshman, you played a lot mm-hmm. as a freshman, man. Right. Like, I, Tubby must have really, really trusted you, or you was just out there just putting in work.
2: He did, man, you know, and, he, you know, I, I – have you know, I was grateful that you know when when he took when he got the job at Tulsa, he made it clear. He said we're gonna we're gonna recruit Tulsa first. You know, we're gonna recruit the area. You know, and so he came after me hard. And you know, at the time, I was like, I'm man, I'm getting out of Tulsa. Man, Tulsa ain't big enough for me. You know, I want mean, to I want to <laughs> play in the Big East. So yeah. I, I originally committed to Seton Hall.
3: Yeah, I remember that.
2: I originally committed to Seton Hall. I was going to play in the Big East, man. I was like, man, I want to play against Georgetown. I want to play against Syracuse. You know what I mean? Like UConn, Providence, St. John's. You know, I, I grew up watching college basketball on TV, and those were the teams that was on TV. You know what I mean? And yep. Seton Hall I just played for the national championship, like, you know, in 89. And I was like, man, they just they were just playing for the national championship. I'm, I want to go, you know, play for the national championship. So – um I originally committed to playing the big E's, but then, you know, when it came down to it, I was like, man, I just I probably need to just stay home. You know, I got a great support system. Tubby Smith is, you know, recruiting me hard. You know, he's gonna give me opportunity to play right away. And so uh he gave me a lot of a lot a lot of freedom as a freshman. You know, I averaged yeah. sixteen as a game as a freshman and
1: as a freshman.
2: As a freshman. So, you know, he gave me uh a lot of confidence, you know, to play you know he, he he had he had that system too like you know he you know he coached with rick patino in kentucky yeah so they got up and down they pressed you know they got shots up and that's how i played in high school and so if you you know if, if your game translates to the next level like that you know you're gonna play with confidence and that's kind of how it was for me when i played for Tubby smith
1: that makes sense that is very true that is very true well We'll wrap this up, gentlemen. I appreciate your time. When does the season start? Who do y'all play? Uh, I'm definitely going to be up here once we're allowed to have fans around when people stop acting crazy or whatnot. When, when does the season start, Ari? I know you know.
3: Uh, 28th. we right. got TCU.
2: Yep.
1: Horn yep. Frogs. First
3: oh.
2: game. First Kansas game of the City. season. We start off uh, with a Big 12 opponent, so we've got to be ready to go.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. TCU's been uh been pretty solid the last couple of years. They've they been have. a little little scary good or whatnot. I guess going into the Big Twelve helps recruiting, right? No doubt. No
2: doubt. All they'll, right. be, they'll be they'll be good. They they um uh, they got some really good players returning and they got they had a great recruiting class. Uh they had a guy a couple guys sitting out last year, so uh it's gonna be interesting. It'll it'll be a great contest for us. Right. You know, we're looking forward to it.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well Thanks guys for the time. I appreciate it. Um well I'll be here for some games. Oh, yeah. I'll see y'all later. That'd be
2: great, man. We appreciate, appreciate you, my man. You.
1: Appreciate it. And with that, we appreciate you joining us as usual here on Unfair. Please check us out wherever podcasts are downloaded or listened to, as well as on our YouTube page. Um just search for Unfair Sports. Uh rate us and review us. Give us five stars. You don't think we deserve it? Just give us five anyway and gift it. For Mike, Bob, and Wendy, thank you so much for sticking around and helping me out in these holidays. I'm a co host, Jimmy. We'll be back to normal next week. Probably have some videos and stuff coming up this weekend. Uh, my reactions to free agency, Thunder transactions, and all that jazz. So, uh, with that, I'll chop it with you all in a couple days.
0: Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet.